It's so deranged. Like the very concept is not even that they're going in it blind, but that they have to get engaged and married at the end of it is like anybody who signs up for that is messy. Yeah, and it's messy. going to be messy no matter what. And I, I love that. I love it too. I love it too. Welcome to TV I Say with Ashley Ray, your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting behind-the-scenes insight from the people who make the shows you love. You just heard a little tease of my chat with Sydney Battle and Matt Balasai. This is such a fun episode. We get into some real good true crime docs. Yeah, Cold Justice. We get real into Cold Justice. Uh, Savior Complex, which just came out on HBO, about that missionary who went to Uganda and kind of killed a lot of kids. Well, we talk about that, too. Is it worth watching? I'm going to let you know. Uh, this is a great conversation. I, I mean, there's there's just so much TV to talk about. And you know we, we got to get into Love is Blind because it's back with the most boring season ever. So let's get into it. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Sydney Battle and Matt Balasai, thank you so much for coming to TV Club. Welcome to TV Club. I am very excited to have you both here. Before we dive in, I do want to say you have a new podcast. You have a new Wondery podcast called Disintel that you're here to talk about. You dive deep into pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, something that to me should be taught in schools. <laughs> this should be AP US history. Yes. Uh, you go into what happened, who took the first shot. Uh, new episodes come out every week. So obviously I had to have you on the on the podcast. You are pop culture experts. You know the details. Who's bringing the heat? Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously a lot of that is happening on our televisions. So how are you both doing? Just emotionally, <laughs> well, physically, in, in life. It's a thrill to be employed. Uh, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. just a simple thrill. I get a high off of it, quite honestly. <laughs> We've been trying to get more podcasts to feud with us. So I. it's always great to be on other shows so we yeah. can pick a fight. So and we can pick a fight. Eventually be an episode on our own show. I mean, eventually, that this uh, by the end of this interview, we're going to have a feud. We're going to find I, something. That's the goal. I yeah. did not know that that was the plan. But now... <laughs> no, I did just make that up. Now a but. lot of Matt's behavior makes sense. So I am so happy to finally have a reason for it. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I was starting to get concerned. Yeah. And now that I know... Now I'm you're in. on the same page. The antagonism, yeah. the controversy. We're going to get into all of it. Mm -hmm. I want to know, you know, what made you want to talk about celebrity feuds on a podcast, what are the kind of iconic feuds that made you love this topic? 
I am someone who is on the internet like all day. That's all I do. And that's where a lot of celebrity feuds play out now. Yeah. I remember when we first started talking about the show, the one feud that I was like, I want to talk about this is Katy Perry versus the nuns that she accidentally like killed killed or purposely (laughs) killed. Yes. (laughs) And they were like, well, we've never heard of that one before. Oh, yeah. Katy Perry versus old people who want to keep their homes. Uh, She just took out another one. She's taken out another one. Yeah. And they're like, he's not going to survive this Katy Perry. Please stop. And she's like, I want 2.3 million. I kind of love it for her. I just love mess, obviously. So I mean, I love internet feuds. Personally, I love like the micro celebrity internet feuds. Yeah, I know you do because (laughs) you always be in something, girl. Like (laughs) sometimes I literally watch people pick a fight with you and I go, why would they do that? Literally, why would they do that? They know that she is not afraid to... Clap pack. I don't know why. Here's the thing. I I have a lot of fun because I don't actually know who anyone on the Internet is. I like (laughs) I'm on. I don't know. Like everyone's like, you should know this person because they're famous for being on the Internet. And I'm like, what I do that. That means nothing to me. And then they'll be like, don't you know, you just made like like Gaga Gugu Reddit angry. (laughs) And I'm like, who are they? And they're like, oh, they're the like fans of the babies of the red pill. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What are these words? I don't, yeah. What are these words? I'm a Christian loving Jesus. Like I'm, I'm, I follow the Bible and those words aren't in it. But like, I used to get really into weird Facebook (laughs) and I Uh, got and I got into my own feuds because I made a list of my favorite, like, weird Facebook niche internet feuds mm-hmm. and someone like leaked it like they took it out of my <laughs> private post and they were like look she's like making fun of-. and I was and then people were like wow I can't believe that you're saying that the drama between Josh someone and Jai a person who has like a thousand followers on Facebook is real drama so I get into it like Why that's the people- kind I love when people are like oh my gosh did you hear this girl like catfished everybody in a weird internet Facebook group <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and like stole their artwork and I'm just like this is the best story I've ever heard that's also a yeah. valid controversy yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah it might be small but the stakes are real whereas like often the internet drama you get in is like so it's not even tethered in reality not even in it reality is like, <laughs> it is just something so nonsensical and I always watch it unfold and I'm like why would you poke the bear? Literally, that is my thought. I'm like, right. why the, and like, come on. what? And this summer, when I, I've been on strike, I've had a strike summer to sit on my house on Twitter She's all day. She's got time on her yeah. hands. Come on. That's, that's not the anymore. best ingredient for no. a feud is not time on anymore. your hands. Thank, the, no. thank goodness for the WGA <laughs> Netcom team because. <laughs> uh, yeah, get us back to work. Yeah. It's so funny. I was approached to do this podcast by our now producer and she was like wouldn't you be perfect for this and I was like I don't know why you would say that to me (laughs) because in my mind I don't know anything and then she had to point out to me that I'm the person in almost every social situation that's like oh well did you hear about this see did you hear about what what's going on with this yeah you're the observer you're the person who's like like okay recently people have been like oh people hate on doja cat because her fans are parasocial and say she needs a new sound and oh her fans are being ridiculous but then you're the person who's like that is not what happened so i'll never forget having to explain to my ex-boyfriend 
what she was in racial chat rooms showing feet <laughs> meant. Like, he literally, oh. like, yeah. did not know about it at all. It's wild. I didn't even know this. Oh, my good. She was in racial chat rooms chat showing, feet. showing feet, man. And I, then, mean, I get feet. it. I get well, it. Yeah. And then she you don't started, have to explain yeah. it, but. She started dating this, like, white guy who's famous predator. for, Predator, who's, like, famous for being on, I don't know, Discord or something. Right, And right. everyone was like, he's used to talk to teenagers and you shouldn't like him. And she just started blocking all the fans who said anything. Yeah. And then she waited two weeks and her team was like, actually, her fans are mad because she has a new, deep, interesting sound, which you can hear sure. on her new sure. album out in <laughs> That's exactly why. And it, it was like even sound that different. <laughs> it doesn't. It's the same sound. And like I'm a fan of Doja and I understand that like when you come into the business you have to make the music that they want you to make. Yeah. But she's acting like she's completely reinvented herself. I'm like, "Girl, no. You did what all of us like weird girls want to do, which is cover ourselves in blood." and be a little weird. Yeah. Like, that is <laughs> That's it. what you're doing. But like, it's, it's still the girl who made Moo. It's still the same sound. It's still like, okay, yeah, I, I love it. Love it. Yeah. But don't try to trick me, Doja, because I pay attention to the drama. No, exactly. And they're literally, Matt, they're saying stuff like, girl, your man is a groomer. Like, he's a <laughs> groomer. He's a predator. He's uh-huh. bad. And she's like, Ugh, my fans don't fucking know me. They don't like me. Ah, da, da. And it's like, that oh, is not what's going on. And she also is like a perennial online person. So yes. she she knows. She knows. She sees everything. You got to do like me. Just ignore it. <laughs> you just uh-huh. Don't Actually, look at any of it. Do you ignore it? <laughs> yeah, that's actually the problem is people are like, did you not pay attention to it? And I'm like, oh, no, I never like actually read all the replies to that. Why would I do that? That's insane. <laughs> so sorry. I have to go grab something out of the oven. <laughs> I, no I, problem. I, I'll be right back. What is it? What are you making? Macaroons. Macarons. Macarons. Okay, fancy. I will say a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't believe you when you say that you don't remember or that you're not reading the replies, I'm like, first of all, oh, Ashley does not give me the vibe of someone who's like combing through replies. Second of all, no. she is high so much of the time. You think this woman remembers everything? Yeah. It's like stream of consciousness. Like literally you just like open it and talk. And I'm like, this is clearly someone who's not like doing meticulous research no, on the timeline. I'm like, literally, I, and then people will be like, don't you know this is someone who was a mutual follower of you for four years? But And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, they followed me? Oh, and I'm like, oh, I thought that was a girl I knew in high school. They have the same name and I just never clicked on, I just assumed. <laughs> and then people are like, Could you, you should pay attention. And I'm like, oh, it's but it's the, who cares? It's Twitter. Yeah, why would I have to pay attention? I just have to say, I never get the chance to do this on this podcast. And I want to do this. I, I don't even think you know this. Breaking news. Breaking news. Las Vegas police arrested someone in connection to the murder of Tupac Shakur. <gasps> They finally did it. They finally did it, everybody. They have arrested a suspect. Oh, my. Well, I saw saw on Twitter. Yeah. I heard about this a few weeks ago where they like went to his house and they were finding like (laughs) documents that helped the case. And I was like, that means that this person has not cleaned out any of their stuff for like 20 (laughs) 20 plus years. years. (laughs) Like this person has just like left literal receipts stacked up inside their house. You got to hang on to the souvenirs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Like a true killer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are the cookies? Yeah, how are they? They were good. I was getting I was getting anxious because 
They were in there for a while, but okay. it's. I don't want to skip ahead, but I I watched the Great British Bake Off is back, Ooh. and I watched oh. that this morning, and then I got inspired, I got spurred into action. That's one of the first questions on the podcast. What have you been watching? You were so inspired by Great British Bake Off, you baked. <laughs> I just I had to you bake got your something bake immediately. <laughs> yeah, and then I mistimed it so that it would only it would come out of the <laughs> oven once we hit record. I love that you did that. I've never been so inspired by a show that I immediately do what it's telling me. <laughs> That's probably for the best because most shows do not lend themselves to that. It's not like I watch How to Get Away with Murder and then go commit crimes. I feel like that show would not help you get away with it. I feel like no, everyone really, on the show really, did, wouldn't. Like, yeah. really got caught for what they did. And they had like a really good lawyer working with them too. Yeah, so. like a few and a cop on their side and they still, they weren't doing yeah. a great job over there. No, we can say it. But yeah. why is your penis on a dead girl's phone oh, remains legendary. one of the greatest lines yeah. Shonda has ever written. And said by an EGOT winner at that. <laughs> it's an EGOT-worthy it. line. It is. Has she gotten there yet? Has she yeah. got her Grammy yet? Oh, yeah. she's got, She got, got her Grammy. She did, like, voice work on some book or something. Oh, right. I remember It might have being... been Michelle Obama. I, I don't know. But she, yeah. Still. Go, Viola. She I did love it. her. <laughs> You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Sydney, what are you watching? I made a little list. Love it. Let me go Love down it. it. I just finished Below Deck Down Under, uh, which of course. is the only Below Deck I've ever really watched. Okay. I just made it through both seasons of 90 Day UK. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, I'm uh, <laughs> incredible. Incredible. Did you absolutely did you watch the tell all? I did. Shane and Mert continue to be, to be the best. that couple. Yep. Yes. And everyone is jealous. And that's why they came for them, because they absolutely. know they're truly in love and everyone mm. is jealous. Yeah. And Shane has that thing where Shane has been through so much in her life that she is unafraid to call you out. She doesn't want your fake friendship. She doesn't want anything to do with you because she's tired of having people in her life who are fake and not accepting her for all that she is. And I'm like, I love that about you, girl. Did you go off and it seemed unprompted? Yes, but I knew. Yeah. I knew it was prompted. I'm also caught up on 90 Day Before the 90 Days. It's the only one I can really watch because (laughs) all of the iterations 
other than that one make me too sad. Like, if it's just 90 day, they're a little too locked in. Yeah, because it's like they have the visa. They're here. There's no, like, they're not going to be convinced to stay home. Before the 90 days, there's still, like, hope. Like, you either know, okay, this couple really loves each other, like uh, David and Shelly, or they need to stay away from each other. Uh, I do want to say that I recently met Gino and Jasmine. (gasps) Okay. Is your theory that they are playing it up for the show? Or is it that he has a humiliation kink? Like, are they really in love? You see them together in person and you go, Mm -hmm. oh, it makes sense. (gasps) They are actually in the energy between them is so horny for each other. (sighs) Ashley. Like, it is, I was shocked. I like, but truly, I stood there, I watched, and I just went, oh my God, I get it. Oh my God. Is he the one that looks like a meatball? He's the one that doesn't take his hat off yeah. because he has a little patch of hair at the back of his head. So he wears a hat all the time. That night, he was wearing a hat, a fedora. Mm. And then t- I was like, can I get a picture with the two of you? And they were like, you have to take them with us separately because they don't want people to know if they're together or not. So they like made me take separate pictures. Oh my God. But literally he was just like obsessed with her. He, she, like she's like, I'm going to make him move. I'm going to make him do this. And he's just like, I can't wait to do everything she tells me. They're right so, or die. They're right or die as much as we hate it. As literally. much as we know too much about them. I think literally her peeing on him shifted their relationship. <laughs> We never did. We never needed to know about it. Like, I wish we didn't. I didn't need to know that. No. No. But moving off of them, I recently binged one of my favorite guilty pleasure shows. I don't even tell people about it because it's like, it's it's my own little thing, you know? Share. Share with TV Club. Yeah. It's called Cold Justice. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, I think so. Is it on, like, Investigation Discovery or something? They have removed it from almost every platform. (laughs) I had to stream it illegally. The premise is, is that it's two ladies who don't take no shit. One of them is from Texas, and she used to be a prosecutor. Yes. And as scary as that is in our current society, like, she is actually one of those good ladies who's like, I don't care where you come from. I don't care about your background. What I care is that you lost someone who was precious to you and I'm going to do everything I can uh. to make sure we catch the person who took your beloved family member away from you. And then the other lady is an expert crime scene investigator. And so they go to these small towns, specifically small towns, where the police departments are just like ill-equipped and have bungled investigations and stuff like that. And they go in they redo the entire cold case. They like go around, they interview people sometimes 30 years after the crime and they're collecting evidence. They're collecting basically a circumstantial case. And then by the end of the episode, they lay out the entire circumstantial case to you and they tell the investigators who are in that small police department, they're like, you take it to your DA. This is what you tell them. And we can finally get justice for this family. And so- The best result is that it goes to a grand jury and the person gets arrested for the murder like decades after it happened. Wow. Or sometimes, even though you know by the end of the episode who did it, it can be like sometimes the most violent crime you've ever heard of. They still can't arrest the person because they just don't have enough. And then it becomes this like really intense heart to heart where the prosecutor named Kelly will go to the family and she's like usually holding onto a mother's hands or something and she'll go... You got to let it go. You got to move on with your life because 
you're never going to see justice for this, but know that she knows you love her. Like stuff like that. It's just, it's very. I mean, you're pulling me. I'm literally like, you're describing, <laughs> you're pulling me in right now. Wait, is this a true crime show? Yes. And, but the thing is, I don't think it's like gross or exploitative yeah. in the way that a lot of shows tend to be. This is like them going to people who really need help, who write them letters. People write them letters being like, please come and solve this case. My sister went uh. missing 20 years ago. She would have never left her kids. Uh. Sometimes the kids write in and they're like, I know my dad did it. Like, we could never prove it, but I uh. know my dad did something to my mom. I'm gonna watch this for the rest Please. of the day now. I've been on <laughs> such a like yeah. true crime kick. I've been watching Savior Complex on Max. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, you're better than what me. What is Savior Complex? So you may remember this story from 2015 to like 2017. There was this uh, woman from Richmond, Virginia <gasps> who was a super Christian. My home state? Of course <laughs> she state, is. Baby. Of course She's, she is. She was from Richmond, Virginia. She's a high school dropout who was like in a super evangelical ministry Uh uh, decided to go on a mission to Uganda Uh, and then when she was there she was like you know what this is where I'm supposed to be God spoke to me and said you need to move to Uganda open your clinic you need to help the kids here Uh she originally started as just this woman who like would get lots of food donations and hand it out to people in the neighborhood like Okay, she had this little house and she would get all this food, hand it out to people. Lovely, wonderful. Great. Uh, But eventually people started like bringing sicker and sicker kids there who like had malnutrition. Uh And instead of being like, maybe I should work with a local hospital or local group that's already here that works with malnutrition, uh, I should just open my own DIY malnutrition clinic in my in this house. No, there are there were like three different hospitals there that all had programs. Uh, it's like a thing you need to be qualified for. She did not have any qualifications. She just opened the clinic herself. Didn't like, like hired one nurse who taught her how to put IVs in. And she would literally be like, God tells me how to treat the children. No. And she was like, I would take them to the hospital and the doctor would just like give them antibiotics. I was like, I could do that. The doctor would just like do a blood transfusion. I was like, I can do that. So she truly opened her own intensive care unit in this house like painted the walls red it's wild she ran it for a few years treated like 900 something kids and 105 died but some people think it's Uh. way more and she was arrested eventually they shut the clinic down but uganda was like you can go back to america and never come back here Never come back to Uganda. Kill a hundred kids and just and just go. Yeah. She adopted two children while she was there. When she was 20 years old, she was just like, I feel like God called me to be a mother. And then Jesus. she brought those children to America. And now they can never go back to Uganda. Uh, so they're like just here forever. And she's like, they're punishing them. But then Max decided to do a documentary from like her perspective called Savior Complex. Oh, And it's three parts. It also interviews the people who like were, you know, instrumental in calling her out and bringing her to justice and who, you know, kept going to the police and being like, hey, this woman is running a hospital and she's not a doctor. She doesn't know what she's doing. And basically the Ugandan police were like, "Ooh, if we do anything, we're afraid we're going to like scare white people and Americans and they won't come here and help us. So we're just going to like let her do her thing. And then finally someone was like, she's doing blood transfusions by herself. And they were like, okay, okay, fine. I guess that's a problem. (laughs) 
it just like it makes me ill. I can't even yeah. I can't even think about it too long. And it's the whole first episode is her perspective and it's her being like, I'm gonna here to defend myself. People say I did this, this, and that I'm so horrible. And you know, there's a rumor that I killed like 800 children. Uh, it was a hundred and five children, and it's like, <laughs> no. man, oh, cool, cool. And the pe- yeah, the people defending her, are like, well, you know, let he who is without sin throw the first stone at at, at her, you know. And I'm like, oh, I think I could. I've not, I haven't yeah. seen yeah. that bad. I haven't, I haven't killed, killed a kid. Any yeah. children. If we're going sin for sin, I could definitely throw a rock. Like, come on, like she killed a kid. Yeah, multiple kids. The worst thing I've done in comparison that's in like the same vein of that is one time I was on a plane. And I had been watching so much Grey's Anatomy that when they asked for a doctor, I literally started to raise my hand. And that is the most yeah. unhinged moment of that's, my life. Yeah. And that's my greatest sin. I didn't and kill that person ended up dying yeah. of anyone. natural causes. Of natural causes. Okay. I still think and I could have helped a little bit. To do with that. I and still she think. actually went over there. I do believe she just watched a bunch of Grey's Anatomy and was like, you know what? I got yeah. this. I can do a blood transfusion. She's like, you can buy an oxygen machine off of Amazon if you really want to. And that's basically what she did. She would just have, she liked people giving her all the money. And there were all these other clinics that were like, well, we're struggling now and people aren't giving us money because they all believe in like the American white girl. Yeah. And we're actual doctors. And they're actual doctors. And then eventually she was forced to hire a real doctor and he was like, I would tell her, hey, this kid needs this, this, and this. And she would call some American doctor and go, I don't think you know what you're ta- what you're talking about. I spoke to the Lord and this person in America, and we're going to do this. Racist as hell. Yeah. And eventually, slowly, it's starting to show the other side. But every time someone tries to defend her, it's the most frustrating thing to watch. So I need to get to the end. I am in the middle of it. I'm hoping by the end, it's everyone being like, this evil woman like i need people to truly call her out you're stronger than me from the name of the series it sounds like hopefully she gets her it's weird because they also interview some people who run organizations that are trying to stop like white saviors and you know who are trying to get people to really support local efforts and they kind of make fun of them Like, they don't really show them in a good light. They're just like, aren't they kind of overreacting when at the end of the day, she did help some kids? No. You know, like, look at these healthy kids. But you see people being like, no, she was playing with people's lives. She truly believed God was talking to her and just decided to be like, hey, I know what's up. Give that kid malaria medicine. What year is it? What year is it? This is like (laughs) colonialism to the extreme, like going into places, fucking everything up. Yeah. She's like, well, some of the kids were close to death anyway. It's a malnutrition clinic. Like most of them have a 10 to 15 percent death rate. But people pointed out that kids would go there who weren't that malnourished. And okay, if you've like learned about any sort of genocide or Holocaust, one of the first things they teach is when these people finally get help, they're so malnourished, they can't like eat a ton of food right away. Right. Because that's more dangerous and you have mm-hmm. to like slowly reintroduce food to your body. Exactly. Learn that in like high school. And she's just like, you know, we would get them in there, immediately get them on an IV, start pumping them with fluids, you know, start she, getting them food. Yeah. 
like two years in, a nurse came from America and was like, what are you doing? You should be giving this kid like just some small sips of water for like two days and like some easy to like no chew food, not like hard bread and stuff. And she was just she like was boiling up pasta and yeah, bringing out Kraft the spicy rigatoni. <laughs> We're making like, you know, like traditional Ugandan food. I love to cook it. And they're like, what are you doing? Why are you pumping them full of like just IV fluid and medicine? And then you realize like, oh, yeah, she truly just was playing around. And that's why so many kids got closer to death. Like if they had just gone to a hospital, they would have been fine. So, I I mean, I don't even know if I can recommend it. It's just, it's, it's yeah. I cannot say I will be watching. When they announced it, so many people were like, I can't believe that HBO is even giving her this attention and this platform. Exactly. And I I don't know if you watch BS High Mm -hmm. uh, about the guy who made the fake high school. Oh, yes. Crazy. Crazy. He's crazy. He's in the documentary and he comes off looking horrible. I thought it would be like that. I was like, oh, they're going to like. Let her, you know, hang herself with her own petard. She's going to like, mm-hmm. oh, like show everyone that, you know, she's so smart. But then actually it'll be so damaging. But so far they kind of are being like she saved some people. And, you know, I mean, pe- people just cut. She when she was shocked, people would be like, well, that's Africa. This literally makes me feral. Like mm-hmm. it makes me fairly yeah. mad if I ran across this woman, I don't know what I would do. Like, it makes me so upset that they even gave her a platform of any kind. This person should be rotting in a cell somewhere, not even in jail. Lock her in a room in Uganda, throw away the key. Yeah. I don't care. Like, (laughs) And they just, like, let her take her children and go back to America. And, yeah. Where does she live now? Uh, I think she moved back home. She, like, lives on a farm now. And she's like, my kids have it so hard because people are like, your mom murdered people. And I'm like, don't don't listen to them. But it's like, no, your mom did. Your mom murdered people. And uh, it was probably very unethical how she adopted you. Let's start the fundraising now for their therapy. Like, let's start that now so that when they turn 18. Let's get on it. yeah, Yeah, and they're free. We can just get them right to some help. Start the GoFundMe. So, Matt, Matt, I want to hear more about what, you, what you're watching. You only shared one show with us and the two of us know where to go have gone on like full, the just like... The closest I get to watching any type of those dark shows is like Murder, She Wrote. Love Murder, She Wrote. Aww. I have been watching Murder, She Wrote as my... I, I had never watched it before. Ooh. I knew, of course, that like Angela Lansbury was a gay icon, like knew that this show was sort of like gay campy yes. like TV. And yeah, so it's become my like bedtime TV. Shall watch an episode or two like in bed at night and Aww. I'm yeah. obsessed. It's such a good one. I used to like work in a nursing home in high school and stuff and they'd always have it on and I just love sitting back with everybody. <laughs> I love that you're Get- like, yeah, nursing home patients also <laughs> love that show. <laughs> I, it's just, that's it's like so very that is my taste it's yeah i always love it's just so comforting and you just kind of know what like is gonna happen and it's pleasant right it is the exact same formula every single yeah. episode like law and order svu i'm not trying to that doesn't lull me to sleep they get wild they tried to switch show. it up lately let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it here's the thing they're trying too hard to be real. And the whole yeah. reason we watch the show is because we want a different version of reality yeah. where rape victims and rape survivors are I should say, can actually have justice. Like, yeah. yeah. Where Elliot Stabler is on your side. Well, he's not on there anymore, but with, you know, he's punching people yeah. down on your behalf and it's all good. Yeah. And you're like, abolish the police, 
police brutality is disgusting, but also get him, Elliot. Get him, like, Elliot. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, and now in the recent seasons, first of all, my favorite scene is the scene where Noah, Olivia's son, comes out to her as bi. Uh, I like. I talk about this to everyone. <laughs> I did not know this happened. It's incredible. Happy bi visibility week. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and his rationale is that it's not fair for anybody to be left out. And I'm like, okay, I mean, you're I can yeah. I mean, that's kind of fair. Yeah, but it's it isn't scene, fair then, for anyone to be left out of the opportunity to have sex with me. Yeah. Yeah, a ten year old boy. Like, <laughs> okay, it's not fair. okay, okay. No, literally, it's a ten year old boy saying this, which is why I'm like, that's like weird for a ten year old to be like. It's not fair that somebody might not be able to be liked by me. Like, I'm like. <laughs> Okay, like, okay. interesting. Okay. That was but, his <laughs> rationale for being bi. Literally. literally. <laughs> I feel like I would have been like, hey, little 10-year-old, have you heard of friends? Anyone can be your friend. Yeah, yeah. like, it is just wild. And now, I don't know if you have tuned in to the original Law & Order. I went through a thing earlier this year where I binged all of the original Law & Order. And the new episodes are absolute wild they have the guy who played is her name alfrey woodard's son in desperate housewives and they have that guy playing the new cop and he just faces like endless amounts of racism on the job and he just gets absolutely railed by the nypd they're like suspending him because he confronted a racist cop it's stuff like that and i'm like Guys, this is too it's real. Too much. We don't need it's this. It's too real. I don't want to yeah. show watch a show about that. How the police are racist. I already know that. Come yeah, on. And so the fun version of that, like Matt's murder, she wrote. Yeah. yeah. I love Monk. Like Ooh. Monk also mm. follows the yes. same formula. And when I was little, his OCD really res. I have OCD. And I was like, oh, that's right. Like, that's our way of controlling the world. This makes sense. Like, he was my hero growing up. Ah, uh, yeah. Loved Monk. That is, that's a great one. Yeah. I I mean, I did Murder, She Wrote, too. I guess Psych kind of counts in that category. Like, they were just fun boys. Fun boys solving murders. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I need to watch Monk. That is a good show to yeah. add to my list. It's, uh, mm-hmm. loved it. Loved it. Tony yeah. Shalhoub. He mm-hmm. also, like, grows as the series does. Like, yeah. his OCD becomes more manageable because his whole thing is like his wife got blown up by a car bomb no other way to say it. no other Wait. way to say it his <laughs> wife it's got- such a calm chill show his wife blows up in a car bomb <laughs> just like elliot stapler's wife yeah. spoiler and alert famous way to kill induces his ocd no he always had ocd like the funny thing is he was like a weird child and they do like talk about his childhood yeah. but uh-huh. it made his ocd much worse because his wife was like literally in his mind, the perfect woman. Like, there's no one like her. He adores her. And when he loses her, it makes him become agoraphobic. Another uh, thing that I suffer from. And so I just really love his journey because he gets out of the house. His OCD starts getting better. Wow. Yeah. I'm even more hooked now that I know there's car bombs involved. Yeah. And he finds the whole series, he's like trying to find his wife's killer. Of course. (laughs) 
You got, sure. yeah, yeah, sure, of sure, course, sure. of course. You gotta, you gotta, find you, gotta. you gotta get revenge for the wife's killer. Come on. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm definitely not like true crime. Like I am more of the, like, I want a cozy mystery. Yeah. I see. I love, so, I love is, the true yeah. crime. As soon as I see like a new juicy true crime doc, I'm like, let's go three. I hope it's four episodes. I'll watch it. Yeah. yeah. I'll watch like a documentary <laughs> here and there, but not, yeah, nothing too crazy. I have a few. I mean, there's one coming out on Netflix soon about like this newscaster woman who was killed. There's one about this oh. like woman who was in the military and had kids, and then she like killed a bunch of people. I guess now she's in jail. She's that one. It's like something Rosala speaks. Oh. There's there's some good true crime murder stuff coming out soon. I did watch one based on your recommendation. I watched um, what happened to Baby Gabriel. Ooh, that one tore me apart. Yeah, absolutely oh. wild. Like documentaries where babies or children are given back to the mother when they clearly shouldn't be shouldn't be really mess me up yeah and that doc, i was like oh so it's just a whole system why we do that okay uh, that one i recommend to people with the biggest trigger warning because it will just make you angry for days about every system in this country that we have because where yeah. do we think he is do we think they gave him away to another couple or do we think that she's like an <sighs> annihilator I think she gave him away. Mm-hmm. I think she gave him away. I the literal truly, hope. Yeah, because like the evidence with the ring, if you don't know, it's basically like this guy and his you know girlfriend, they have a baby. They're immediately having problems. It's clear she has like postpartum issues, but like she is basically abusing the kid from the beginning, like flipping him over in bed and like flipping over his cradle because she gets mad. And the dad is like, I'm taking this kid. But then she goes to custody and like says like, no, actually the dad is doing the abuse, blah, blah, blah. And they go back and forth, back and forth. And he just keeps going to the cops being like, she's threatening to kill our kid. Here's video of her saying she's going to do it. Here's a recording of her saying she's going to do it. Jeez. And they're just like, yeah, no, like we're just going to let her keep the kid because she's the woman and that's the law here. And I guess like also maybe he wasn't on the birth certificate or he had to fight for that. Because they weren't was, married. Yeah. Yeah. Because they weren't married. So he had even like fewer, le- like less rights. And, in Arizona. Yeah. Like, yeah. In Arizona, Arizona, it immediately goes to the mother. To the mom. And then she decides to like move in with this family that is like, we want to adopt your kid because you don't, because she kept saying, I'm going to give him up. I don't even want him. Mm-hmm. And so this family is like, we want to adopt the kid. And she says, I'm going to go through with it. But then the dad is like, I don't want to give my kid up for adoption. So then this family was like, well, if you run away with the kid and file in another state, you don't need his permission to give the kid up. But then it became like a huge thing in the media. Like the dad went to the news and everybody was like, this is insane. Why is this woman trying to take this family's kid when the dad is right there? So instead, the like woman goes to Texas, disappears, and so does the baby. And she tells everyone she killed the baby. There's no evidence of the baby being killed. She's like, I put him in a bag, threw it in a dumpster. They did a whole search. No one can find this baby. There's some people who believe she did give the baby up for adoption because in San Antonio, Texas, you don't like have to do all this paperwork. It's like a black market for adoption. Yeah, it's apparently. a black market. You can yeah. just be like, don't tell anybody I did this here. You can pay people with money. You can give them a car. Oh my God. Uh, afterwards, she told everyone, oh, the baby died. And she like had jewelry and like a really nice ring all of a sudden. And people uh, were like, yeah, that was probably a payment. They did find like instructions that she had written to meet someone in a park. So they think she like handed the baby off 
and then just said, you know, I killed the baby. Then <laughs> yeah. she so, got arrested and then she tried so to be like, I fucked. didn't kill the baby. Like, oh, there I did. Yeah. Like, so, right. But then people were In like, In what well, world is just being like, oh, I killed the baby? <laughs> Your go-to excuse. Because <laughs> she's like a pure narcissist. <laughs> yeah. She does not want the baby's father to have access to him at all because he genuinely loved that kid. Like, yeah. he loved that little loved boy. Loved the kid. Yeah. They, like his family, they'd show all the like pictures and how much they like loved and take took care of this kid. And then the mom would truly be like, "Oh, I tried to feed my like eight, I think he was like eight months old." So she was like, "I tried to feed him pizza and he wouldn't eat it. He's such a dick." And it was yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so sad. Like the dad's family, his like extended family, his cousins, his uncles, aunts—they're crying on camera about it. Like. Not just him, but it's so clear that it affected their entire extended family. Like, they wanted this little boy. And so she really is just, like, saying she killed him so that they never get to have him back. Yeah. That's so fun. And she calls the dad and is like, I killed him and you'll never get to see him again. And so it's very convincing and making you think, oh, well, obviously she killed this kid. And then by the end, you're like, maybe she did sell him. We don't know. And they still don't know where the kid is. Or what actually happened. Matt, maybe that's not a good one for yeah, you. Yeah, maybe not that one. <laughs> no, it's maybe not. Do you know what you it would... does remind me of that tweet that's like, oh, the, the dad didn't want to take care of the baby. Have you ever considered that the baby's vibes? The baby's might... vibes were bad. <laughs> yeah, were maybe bad. the dad left because the vibes were the off. The vibes were I off. Love <laughs> that tweet. I love that tweet. Uh, <laughs> Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. I do want to get your expert opinions on some of the best TV-related feuds. I am going to present two feuds to you and ask you which is the better of the feuds. Mm -hmm. So it's the the feud of feuds is just the name I came up with right now. (laughs) I like that. Uh, That was top (laughs) of my head. She's a comedian. She's a writer. Thank you. Improviser. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The first one, I'm going to go... Leah Michelle versus the rest of the cast on Glee versus Chevy Chase versus Dan Harmon and the rest of the cast of Community. That is a tough one. I've got to pick. I know mine. Are you going to, should we answer on three? Sure. One, two, three. Leah Leah Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute crazy pants like which is they made a documentary about how evil she was on that set i haven't watched that yet it's not that good it's called Mm. the price of glee it wasn't really that great they (laughs) they interview people who were on the show and worked on it but it's like the backup dancer from season two the episode with gwyneth paltrow and you're just like okay sir you were on set like three times okay yeah like all right it's funny to me that we both said it because like 
yes, Chevy Chase was like notoriously a terribly difficult person to work with, was like racist, curmudgeonly old, difficult man. But Leah Michelle, shit in a wig, probably. So yeah. that just, it, that trumps her. I'm sorry. Or threatened yeah. to. Like the thing is, every word <laughs> you just used. I choose to believe she did. <laughs> every word you just used to describe Chevy is also something I would say about Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle, yeah. That's Except also, also I would add, supposedly illiterate. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say at least Chevy Chase can read. So uh, to be that mean when you can't even read Leah Michelle, Yeah. That's mm. that's just rude. Okay? It's, it's I got to agree with you on that one. For this next one, I'm going to do Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall mm-hmm. versus Isaiah Washington and the cast of Grey's Anatomy. It's a little oh. throwback there. Yeah, oh, that's another tough one to choose between. Yeah, and I do, okay. and I do feel the Isaiah Washington one people may not, but if you do remember, he used a lot no. of slurs on set, and then Girl, he, yes. they won an <laughs> award. And at the award show, Isaiah Washington just comes out and goes, "No, I didn't say the f," but he said it instead of saying the f word. <laughs> the rest of the cast is behind him, and they all just gasp. And Patrick Dempsey just like walks away. And apparently, that was the night he said to Shonda, "It's me or that guy." So wow, just to give that context, it is a classic clip. Patrick Dempsey, ally, proven yeah, Patrick here. Yes. Proven okay. ally here. Here's the thing about the Isaiah one. That one just makes me sad. Like, straight up just makes me sad. I hate yeah. that TR Knight had to go through that on set. I think it's kind of messed up that, like, apparently when he was outed, Shonda, allegedly, Shonda wanted to write George being gay into the show. Yeah. And T.R. Knight was like, that makes absolutely no sense. She does that. my character. Yeah, that's what Shonda loves to do. (laughs) Shonda loves to be like, you're dealing with that? Let's write it into the show. Yeah, but but nothing about that show makes any sense anyway. So it's not (laughs) like it's following any type of logic. How dare you? How dare you, Matthew? totally unfair. Before Christina Yang left, everything made sense. everything made sense. I promise you. Was that before? Before or after the lion walked into the hospital or the bomb went off or that happened the bomb made sense. And the <laughs> that, bomb yeah. was very good. That was amazing television. Mm-hmm. There was a time period of my life where I loved that show so much that any surgery Christina Yang really wanted to do, if I was oh. like studying in the library, I would put it on because they have surgeries on YouTube. You can like yeah, watch, you can just watch five hour yeah. cardiac surgeries on Sydney. YouTube. <laughs> It's soothing in a way. Um, But no, I would have to pick the Kim and Sarah one simply because it's more modern in a sense, even though they're using social media in a way that's like (laughs) deeply rooted in being like an older woman, like a grid post call out and then saying copy and paste (laughs) link in the caption. I think it's, yeah, still unfolding and we'll have to see where it goes. Whereas like, Isaiah, they already brought him back. They, like, gave him that little... They yeah. let him be in an episode yeah. with Sandra O. Oh. Like, yeah. that one's kind of wrapped up. Yeah. yeah, but he did go full, like, Republican. <gasps> oh, yeah, he's, like, full Trump supporter. He was on oh, the show no. P-Valley oh. for a while, and people were like, no, you shouldn't let him be on P-Valley. He still says all of this horrible conservative stuff, and okay. then they killed him off well, I'm of not, that show. I'm not sad anymore. He had gorgeous yeah. skin, so I was sympathetic. <laughs> I'm going to go Sex in the City because yeah. I want Samantha to get her own spinoff. I think that will oh. be like the height of this feud is if we are watching these two separate like kind of timelines and shows. Mm-hmm. And it's in just like that versus Samantha's world, whatever they want to call it. They can use that. 
uh, <laughs> Samantha's world. So, just I something fun, girly. Did you see that Samantha tweet that was like, it. why are people pretending like Samantha could carry a show by herself? I was like, are you kidding? Don't even. Absolutely. Don't she did me. it the first time. She did it the Oop. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh. Oop. Mm-hmm. Matt, what's, what's your answer? No, I would agree. I think Kim Cattrall is like the perfect chaotic feud person. So she, anything with her. Yeah. Sydney and I were DMing about that video of her scatting <laughs> while her husband plays like the bass. Or the- Yes. Yes. And then you find out they got divorced like a week later. They separated. Right. It was, yeah, it was that tweet. I didn't realize that that video was from like the 90s. I thought uh, it was just like a recent kind of devolving yeah. into a little no, bit of pandemic no, insanity. No, no she, yeah, she was really doing like, that she when was the economy always was good. That, yeah. Oh, she right. like probably owned that house you see them in. Like, <laughs> like the like it's truly yeah. the peak of her fame. And she was just always like that. And I just feel their feud, it gives you beautiful things like that scene and in Just Like That where they're clearly not actually speaking to each other. They've said nothing to each other. They're in mm-hmm. separate locations, countries, green screens, and they just chop it together. That's what I love. That's a good feud love. when you just love. like when they're, you know, the writers had to sit in a room and go, OK, how do we do this? without them needing to actually interact in any way. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand why she didn't let Miranda buy that apartment from her. Right? Because she hates her. Because Carrie <laughs> hates Miranda. Because let's be it, Carrie hates Miranda, and she always has. I don't know why, but she hates her. Let's talk about it. Yeah, that's, I, I, a, that's <laughs> another feud. Like, every episode, Miranda is just like, wow, I really just wish I had somewhere to live that wasn't, like, a shitty apartment where, I, you know, there's one bathroom in my roommate's room and I can't ever use it because she's fucking all the time. And Carrie's <laughs> like, that really sucks for you. <laughs> anyway, my empty apartment is going to the stranger who lives downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bizarre. But I uh. will watch... Five more seasons. I need to be tuning in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I will watch 10, 20 more seasons of Grey's Anatomy, but Isaiah Washington will never be there. Oh, no, no. Mm -hmm. Let's not. He won't be there. The last one I will do is Julianne Margulies and Archie Punjabi from The Good Wife, which we know, versus Will Smith and Janet Hoover on The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which is the original Aunt Viv who was kicked from the show basically because Mm -hmm. she didn't really like to play along with Will Smith's jokes. It is wild that he absolutely derailed a woman's career. And then like decades later is just like, yeah, that was my bad. Uh, (laughs) I was, I was young and naive. I'm so sorry. That was my bad. Like just a little cocky. You ruined her trajectory. Fully just replaced her with a new person on the show. Had the rest of the cast all hate her. And, mm-hmm. like, ruin her reputation for years. And then I will say for that one, they eventually did some reunion where they, like, all came together and were like, we're so sorry. But it's like, come on. Damage already done. Yeah. Like, truly, yeah. that was probably... Can you imagine booking a show, a sitcom, having steady work? You're so set. And then some 20-year-old who can't even act at the time, he literally, <laughs> if you look back, he's mouthing people's lines yeah. with them. Yeah. Like, he can't act. He could not. This kid is getting you kicked off and now you can't work? That I, one, real, real consequences. Is, yeah. yeah. 
Meanwhile, always, the Juliana one I don't know as much about. But well, Matt, that's that's the say? interesting See, part of it. I'm the reverse because I I know more about the other one. But when they replaced mm. Aunt Viv, it, was it like this is the same character yes. but a completely different actress? Yes, and they just yeah. don't acknowledge it. Yeah, but she was light skinned as hell. Yeah, like the original they didn't Aunt Viv, look the same at all. No, dark skin, tall, like slender dancer's body, the iconic dance scene, and then right. they bring in light skin Aunt Viv, and yeah. it's like. We're just supposed to roll with and, this? And it truly was like, just go with it. We're not addressing it. Moving on. Yeah. So it was a little wild for the show. But the Juliana Margulies, that one, I feel like it's fun because people are so what happened there. It's a lot yeah, of like, speculation. Still don't really know. Yeah. They, they both like haven't confirmed anything. But that is one where they like hated one another so much that they refused to film together. Yeah. And so a, a lot of scenes were just completely what? fabricated. Yeah. And the like final scene, it's like there's some that are clear CGI or a stand in. It's a lot of like over the shoulder shots of one person. <laughs> it's and people were just like, but no real clarity on why things had gotten this bad that like these two people couldn't even shoot together. I don't know about either of these women deeply. I don't know. It feels I don't I like it's again all speculation. Some people feel like maybe Juliana said something kind of racist or off putting. Yeah. Uh, some people think that maybe there were just like issues with pay and who like was number one on the call sheet and, you know, you know, in terms of episode pay and just some jealousies. Very Kim and Sarah, if it's about pay. Yeah. So. But also Julia, I like she was. She's the good wife. She is the good (laughs) wife. So it's a little like. I'm a little confused on that. Yeah. How anyone is upset there, but. I don't know. I guess maybe it was like pay between some of the like white men on the show or something. Again, oh. all speculation, which is kind of what makes it a fun like feud because people know it exists, but we all are just kind of making our best guess. While the Will Smith one is like, oh no, we know what happened and it's really mean and evil and you ruined someone's life. Exactly. That <laughs> like, one not is a like... lot of fun memes <laughs> no. with that one. There's yeah. no fun there. Though if you want to hear a musical adaptation of that whole thing, there is a song called Janet. <laughs> That's like <laughs> I really love to listen to. Uh, I, <laughs> musical by, adaptation of the replacement of Aunt Viv. Literally, yes, yes, literally. It's a song called Janet. I think it's by. I've learned so much. Burhana. Okay, you need to confirm because obviously yeah. I'm going to go listen to that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. an iconic moment in history. I think we all know where we were when we tuned in for that next episode. <laughs> and it was like what? I watched it through reruns. It was like I was. Um, I don't think I was their demographic when it came out because I was born in the mid nineties. Yeah, I was like, gonna say I'm pretty sure actually when it came out I was probably yes, Burhana. Burhana yes, yeah, Burhana. It's called Janet, and it is about the whole firing. And he talks okay. about like dark wow. skin Aunt Viv and how he wants Aunt Viv back. Damn, yeah. I mean, I think I was like I five or that. six years old when it happened, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, in in you know the Nick at Night reruns. When it happened, I was like, "What? What? What's going on?" <laughs> the world shifted. You're yeah. like, "Hold up!" The world shifted. I ran right. to AOL and mm-hmm. I tried to p- put the pieces together. Yep, yep. As teen AOL, AOL for yeah. teens, AOL if teen. you remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I tried, and I tried to put the pieces together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to thank you both so much for joining me. We talked about so much TV, but I still want to. Ki- I have so many things that I yeah. still want to talk. Can you each give a recommendation for the listeners for the homework? I don't usually let my guests do this. Usually, I am in control of what 
the recommendation is. But I trust the two of you so much after this conversation. Sure. But I'm going to throw it to you. Well, I have been, um, I'm just catching up with Love is Blind, this season oh, of Love is yes. Blind. I've heard some mixed reviews about how other people feel about how this cast stacks up to past seasons. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I think it's the perfect reality show. Oh, I'm obsessed with it. It's so deranged. Like, the very concept is... Not even that they're going in it, in, in it blind, but that they have to get engaged and married at the end of it is like anybody who signs up for that is messy yeah, and it's messy. going to be messy no matter what. And I, I love that. And this time it's like it's messy in the pods. Like we're getting messy from the get go this season. So yeah. I've been enjoying it. I have three juicy new episodes to watch uh, this this Friday's. It's the one show that I'm like, you know what, Netflix, fine, like roll it out slow. Let me enjoy it. Love it. I cannot this wait season to see. Does have I don't think good... anyone's getting married. Everyone is so unhinged. <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> should at the end of the show at any season. Yeah. But this season does have a good like cliffhanger, like end of episode jaw yeah. dropper that I, mm-hmm. I didn't see coming. So same. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm torn because I do think at this point, a lot of people have seen it, but if you haven't watched chewing gum, Michaela Cole's first show, you uh, need to go watch that. But if you're looking for something completely different in the realm of reality TV, there are three options. One, Netflix's I Am a Killer, which is chilling. And it's just them interviewing people who are currently in prison for murder and them explaining why it happened, how they feel now. Number two, there's a Have you done the spinoff I Am a Stalker? I have. Uh, And that one is people going... Honestly, I wish I was a murderer because being called a stalker in prison is so embarrassing. Yeah, and they're like, "Ooh, that's really like, yeah, like, kind of a shame." Yeah, like, could you not call me a stalker? I yeah, uh, I should have just murdered. And it's like, yeah. okay, like guys, let's just be chill, okay? And yeah. then they usually end up like finding some version of religion that will not help them. Um, Another show is called I Survived a Serial Killer. Um, And that one has been really fascinating. It's a spinoff of I Survived. And what I like about it is there are no reenactments. I hate reenactments in a true crime Mm -hmm. show. They piss me off. And it's not just because one time I got I got asked to audition to play a 16-year-old girl who murdered her grandparents and burned their house down. (laughs) And I was like, that's the most horrific thing I've heard in my life. But so that show is just like... I don't know. It, <laughs> My anxious brain, I'm like, okay, this is how this person survived. If God forbid I'm ever in this situation. Nice to know what works. Yeah. And then something lighthearted if none of that yeah, yeah, appeals to you. Yeah, a little lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. I love, I've been watching Top Chef, like going through the seasons. Mm-hmm. I'd never watched it before. And it's just really nice because these people are all just, you know, so dedicated to what they do. And it's not like watching like MasterChef or chopped where they're hurried and they're like scrambling to get stuff together these are like actual geniuses and you're watching them really exercise their creative muscle and so i love top chef i love padma tom calicchio please call me yes two of my favorites oh my i i am always jealous when i see like padma is super into comedy and she does stand up (gasps) like shows sometimes in new york what and she invites just like comics i know and i'm like what do you mean you did like what? What do yeah, you like, what? what do you mean? What <laughs> no, how hello? do I I'll move to New York just for her and that yeah. I I don't care. She's do quitting it. Top Chef to go full on into comedy. Yeah, probably. Please. <laughs> yeah. I can see her being very she was so good on 30 Rock. Like, let's be real. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Those are wonderful recommendations. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to add to your list Below Deck Please. Mediterranean. You said Below Deck Down Under. Well, Below Deck Med is back. Captain Sandy, my favorite. We're already starting with drama. Her new bosun came to the ship with entirely falsified documents. And <gasps> yeah, yes. first episode, they're like, dude, the guy on this picture is not you. You have like someone <laughs> else's yacht license. And she's straight up like, where did you go to school? And he's like, on a yacht. <laughs> on a yacht. <laughs> and she's like, no, this is like a class thing that you would have done. And he's like, yeah, I took the class on a yacht. And she's just like, Okay, how about you go get some clear answers on that and come back? And then he's like, okay, I'm not going to come back because I don't have any answers for you. And it's so clearly he just thought no one would ask about the paperwork. So we're getting just from the jump some great drama with Below Deck Med this season. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to recommend Starstruck on Max. It is back for its third and final season. Uh, If you love a rom-com lighthearted TV show, it is about a girl who has a one night stand with an actor that becomes like a relationship. This is like a big, he's like a list actor. Mm-hmm. So it's a big difference. Uh, and they try to make the relationship work. And this final season knife through my heart. Absolutely. <gasps> perfect. Finished it in a night. It is so good. Ooh. Oh, so go watch that. You're gonna go watch it. Uh, okay. I also was going to say love is blind. Cause I just cannot believe what is happening with Lydia <laughs> and Aaliyah. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, you, then yeah. I need to watch. Yeah, just the Lydia and Aaliyah part. I don't know how long the drama will go, but I need your thoughts on it because Lydia is maybe one of the biggest villains in Love Is Blind history that I've ever seen personally. I believe. Right, and it's like, like a slow heinous. burn. Of it's villainy. a slow burn villain story where yeah. at first you're like, "Oh, she's a girl's girl," and then you're like, right. "Oh no, she's evil. She's the most <laughs> evil of the girls. Holy oh, shit. She's the opposite I can of a girl." Confirm girl. it continues. Because I already have watched. It's it's Friday today. Uh, I've already woke up and started watching Love I truly was going to do it (laughs) first thing. And then I I decided to watch the Savior Complex doc. And I don't even know why. Because it makes me so angry. And I should have just done Love is Blind. I should have just done Love is Blind. So Lydia Um, is who I should look out for. Yes, Lydia. Okay. And my last one is going to be Reservation Dogs, which just aired its its final episode for its final season also. It was beautiful. Mm. Uh, Just an absolutely brilliant episode of TV for a wonderful series that I just can't believe is over, but I'm so happy got to end on its own terms. Yeah. And I think we're going to talk about it for years to come. It's, It's in the pantheon with like, you know, Atlanta and all of those shows so i I don't Mm -hmm. think its impact will be forgotten uh but that's your Mm -hmm. homework i want to thank you both for joining me matt sydney thank you you know we've been saying this episode we're recording it in the past you're hearing it in the future but as you know every week we're telling you support uh the strikes uh Mm -hmm. we don't need to tell you to support us writers anymore but support us actors but support our actors but they're meeting Monday fingers crossed crossed. by the time you're hearing this you're not hearing it because my editors cut it because it's not necessary anymore (laughs) Uh, but if you want to support the actors if you're in LA or New York you can join a picket line or drop off food and water Uh, you can also donate money to the entertainment community fund which helps non-actor Hollywood crew members who are suffering hardships due to the strike Uh, they're also going to be giving funds from that even though the strikes end clearly people aren't going to go back to work right away so you can keep donating to it because people will still be getting help Uh, and you can donate at entertainmentcommunity.org and make sure to direct your gift to the film and television category when asked Sydney, Matt thank you so much 
Uh, where can people follow you? Where can they they listen to the pod? Tell us, tell us what's up. Well, we're both on the internet. I'm, I'm <laughs> at Matt Belisai on everything. And yeah, Disantel is on all your podcast platforms. Yes, you can listen anywhere. And I am at Sid Battle on most platforms. Sometimes I'm at Sydney Battle, but that's mostly just on Twitter, which may or may not exist um, by the time you listen to this. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, they got they got new rules coming out. You got to upload your ID, fingerprints, and a birth oh, certificate. Oh, hell no. So we'll see. <laughs> hell yeah. no. So find me wherever. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, TV Club, you already got your homework today, so go watch all the amazing shows we've talked about today. I'm about to go watch Cold Justice. I know that much. Uh, mm. After Love is Blind, of course. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week with another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar, produced by Anita Flores, executive produced by Amelia Chapelo, and our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.